Towards 6.30 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to uh, another edition of SFM Sports Wrap, but this is the PSL radio show Segunjala. We're going to be talking about the promotional playoffs tonight, an opportunity for one of two national first division sides or the uh, nearly relegated 15th place uh, ABSA Premiership team, Barocca FC, to make their way into campaigning in the ABSA Premiership again next season. Will it be Barocca or indeed will it be Stellenbosch United and Black Leopards? We'll catch up with the two national first division clubs as they meet on Saturday in the second of the playoffs and just get a review as well from Sammy Trout and coach of Stellenbosch FC who was involved yesterday as Barocca and Stellenbosch played to a two-all draw. We'll also catch up with uh, Black Leopards. We've got uh, Barry Ramunayiwa of uh, Black Leopards who's going to be joining us uh, a little later on the uh, program in just uh, a little while in fact. Uh, and we'll be bringing you up to date on what's been happening in uh, some intriguing tennis and cricket clashes. Of course, the ICC Champions Trophy uh, getting underway today. In fact, let's uh, start off with sports news there. England find themselves um, at, at the moment replying to Bangladesh's 305 for 6 in the opening match of the uh, ICC Champions Trophy at the Oval. It's a Group A encounter. Uh, England going along quite nicely at the moment, but as I say that, of course, the uh, the score has disappeared off the scene to see the bowling <laughs> seamers bowling to Ruth and Morgan. Although I can tell you that they're going along very nicely. They need uh, 80 odd runs off, uh, off a handful of balls at just over six and over to to win, so they're uh, well set. I can tell you tomorrow though that Australia meet New Zealand at 11:30. Tomorrow's only match. We'll get details of this match from Johan Leroux in a short while as well. Tennis news, South Africa's Raven Clark, oh, England, 231 for two, there we go, 231 for two from 39.4 overs, that's a group A match at the Oval. Uh, tennis news, South Africa's Raven Clarkson and his US partner Rajiv Ram out of Roland Garros, but still plenty of intrigue in the men's and women's singles draws. Now we'll get details from Chris Bowers uh, at uh, Roland Garros in just a short while, but I can tell you amongst those that have advanced today, men's top seed Andy Murray, Stan Vavrinko, the third seed, Kei Nishikori, although he had a bit of a wobble against Jeremy Shardy. Uh, among those who advanced, um, Del Potro also managing to get through. So to Morphy, uh, women's draw, Alice Cornet uh, advancing as well. Uh, football news though, Pizza Musimani will reach an incredible milestone against Esperance in the CAF Champions League tomorrow night. It's 8pm at the Lucas Masterpieces Uribe Stadium. He's, he prepares to oversee his uh, 200th game at Mamelodi Sundowns. Musimani took over at Klerkop on, uh, on the 2nd of December 2012. He's since won the Amps Premiership twice, the Nedbank Cup and Telkom knockout titles once each and become the first South African coach to win the CAF Champions League and CAF Super Cup crowns. Meanwhile, Platinum Stars captain Vuyamere hopes that his side can put behind them a disappointing uh, run and indeed their disappointment of missing out on the top eight by reviving their CAF Confederation Cup campaign in Sfax tomorrow night at eight o'clock. The Rustenburg side are also in danger of dropping out of continental competition though they find themselves bottom of group B after managing just a point from their opening two games. Staying with continental competition, Supersport United midfielder Tusa Palo has braced himself for uh, a bit of a tough clash with Tipi Mazembe but remains hopeful of returning from Lubumbashi with a positive result. Uh, Matsutansa travelled to Lubumbashi to face off for the Ravens in their top of the table CAF Confederation Cup Group D clash that's on Sunday afternoon further afield there are three last 16 matches of the FIFA Under 20 World Cup in Korea Republic uh, USA beating New Zealand 6-0 Mexico beating Senegal 1-0 and among the pre-tournament favourites France were eliminated 2-1 by Italy Motorsport news for you Yamaha's MotoGP great uh, Valentino Rossi has been passed fit to compete at his uh, home Italian Grand Prix this weekend 
Uh, that after injuring his abdomen and chest in a motocross accident. Uh, the team said in a statement that the nine-time world champion had undergone a medical at the Mugello circuit this afternoon. Rossi is currently third in the championship after five races. He will be on track in free practice tomorrow. Finally, uh, I can tell you that Bulgarian Bogdan Dochev, who is the assistant referee who failed to notice Diego Maradona's infamous Hand of God goal during the 1986 World Cup match between Argentina and England, he's passed away at the age of 80. The uh, pulsating court final, you may recall, 2-1 that Argentina beat England. Maradona produced two of the most talked-about goals in the history of football. After hoodwinking the officials with his first handball effort, he then dribbled past five England players in a brilliant solo effort for his second. But following the handball, TV images actually showed... Tunisian referee Ali bin Nasser running slowly backward towards the centre of the pitch looking at Dochev to see if there was any indication that there was something amiss but the Bulgarian didn't wave his flag he stood absolutely stoic and uh, that is how it remembered I remember he said in an interview years later Diego Maradona ruined my career Diego Maradona ruined my life that's what I remember about Bogdan Dochev that's it yeah, that's it that's just sports news CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. It's FM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk uh, Black Leopards now. Uh, it's, it's a club that is uh, hoping to once again campaign in the Amsterdam Premiership following their second place finish in the National First Division this past season. Leopards are going to be playing their first game of the promotional playoffs against First Division rivals Stellenbosch FC this coming Saturday, the 3rd of June. It's going to be played in Toyondo. On the line, we've got uh, communications manager of Black Leopards, Barry Ramuneiwa. Uh, Barry, thanks for joining us. Uh, good evening. Good evening, Dwayne. How are you? Uh, very well, thank you. How are you? You must be excited and, uh, and, and excited at the prospect of playing in the, in the Amsa Premiership. But, of course, you've got, you got to deal with a couple of teams first. And uh, what do you think of the performance of Stellenbosch and Barocca yesterday? I think the performance was quite good. Uh, you could see that uh, both teams were really going for a kill. And they were um, well prepared and, you know, they were doing everything that they could to, you know, to get the maximum points. And uh, unfortunately, with a draw, it leaves us in a very uh, critical situation because, you know, every team that we're going to play now between them, once they've lost, we, the pressure is on us, to, you know, to up the game. Because everybody's going to really come throwing everything at us. Yeah, I mean it's it's not an unfamiliar position for Black Leopards, of course. But I mean the, the sides made the playoffs regularly over the last few years, and I think you finished second in the playoffs in two of the last three seasons. But uh, do, do you believe in Jean-François Lechuto? You've got a a coach that can take you beyond that second place finish and back into the top flight. Yeah, I think we've learned from the uh, experiences of the past uh, three four years that we've been played during the playoffs. Uh, the most unfortunate thing with those years is that we had a very unstable team. In most cases, we had coaches that were not, you know, uh, were doing their best, and you had issues with players, this and that. Some of our key players were injured. You know, we, we had all sorts of challenges that we have tried by all means to avoid this season. That's why we ended up at uh, position number two. Uh, Fair enough, uh, the uh, Thunder Royal did uh, very well to sustain their lead, and they never looked sleep. We were hoping that they would sleep uh, along the way because uh, as we are doing our catch-up, but we never managed to catch up with them. And uh, the remaining uh, few games are very, very important for us. 
these are the games that you know say it all. And uh, we know because we've got a lot of pressure from our supporters who really want the team to be promoted. You know, I think we are one of the best NFT supported team, and even compared to the PSL, uh, we are right at the top there if we're comparing throughout South Africa in terms of support. So our supporters are really giving us the pressure, and we're doing all the best that we can to, you know, to gain promotion this season. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting one because you, you also haven't played a competitive match in three weeks by the time you actually play on Saturday. Have you, uh, I mean, have you been having a sort of mini pre-season or what have you guys been up to to, to keep the players match ready? Uh, the most important thing for us in the, you know, all of this uh, the, the layoff period was to try and, you know, help the boys to, you know, prepare themselves mentally and physically. Because we know what's up, uh, what they're up against. It's just, just too much for everyone uh, in the team because uh, you don't know what's going to happen. When you've been it through three times and didn't make it, uh, it just it just gives you more pleasure. But uh, fortunately, there's a lot of lessons that we've, we've learned, and that is the experience that we actually want to use in this season. Uh, the one other thing that we know is that no one is going to do us any favors. We've seen it in the previous years that we've lost, uh, you know, simply because we were hoping somebody's going to do another favor somewhere. Mm. You know, if this one did that one, so we are all out to do it for ourselves and for our supporters. Uh, that's what we have really actually been trying to do, to keep the boys calm and, you know, to get their mental state to be very, very ready. And that's what the technical team and the coaches have been doing. And uh, if the boys play along, Secondly, uh, Mr. Lofkito will deliver. You, you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned the mental side of things. You've reflected on the season for us and that. But I mean, how are you actually approaching the first match of these playoffs, especially with it being a home match? I mean, that's the the key, isn't it? It's winning your home matches. True. Uh, you must also remember we are we are well aware that we have not done very well in our home matches. We've done very much. Yeah, including well. losing to Stellenbosch, but I wasn't going to mention it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we 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 want to be. We we we, 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 we did a very assessment of how we played through the year, and uh, one of the things that we're trying to correct now is to make sure that we win the home matches. Because they are important. We we play first uh, uh, Stellenbosch and then at home. And the next game we're also going to be away. And then when we come back, we are going to meet again with uh, with with Baroka. Their final game is also at home. It's uh, it's, uh, it's it's something that we really have to work on the home games. Even uh, every game, we, we don't care. Each and every game is important now. Uh, it's it's going to be like a cup final for every game for us. We are not going to leave anything behind. This is the, you know, the, the, the last guys that we can throw to make sure that we go in there. And we are not taking it lightly simply because the other teams have drawn. We know this is, this has now built us more pressure. Because whatever team that we are meeting, like I said initially, you know, they are going to come at us because they want the, the next three points make another four points and if we don't make the four points and we don't want to settle for any draws we have to make it every other game and fortunately at Black Lapras we do things differently we take one game at a time and the boys have adapted to that and so even if we lose the first game the next one we can win 
And uh, our record also has been good. We haven't lost many games since Mr. Lasquito came through. He's been doing very well, and the team has been actually doing full support. We've got the caliber of players that can actually do the job this time. Well, uh, I know you have an inherent face in the uh, Black Leopards players, and I, I, I know from previous ex- experience it's, it's not always been up. But as you say, things are slightly different this season, and certainly the Belgian coach has done uh, wonders for you since he joined in November. Barry, thank you very much for your time this evening, and best of luck on Saturday in your opening playoff match. Yeah, well, uh, like uh, we also like to thank our supporters. The one other thing that is very surprising that uh, we also feel humbled with is We've got very loyal supporters who, you know, continue to pray for the team. Uh, it's an amazing thing that's happening around here. The support that the team has been getting, it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And, you know, for us, we just hope that, you know, um, the Almighty is also on our side this time and we move through to, to the PSL. But we're not going to say, someone do it for us. We are ready for it. We can all promise all our supporters throughout the country. And the song Kalazings are the people of South Africa who wish for Black Leopards to be on and the PSL that we are going to do our best this season and we hope to make it proud by the end of the season. We can put our the bet on us. Thank you. PSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, Black Leopards. We'll catch up with uh, Stellenbosch FC in just a moment or so, but we must interject briefly because uh, Owen Morgan's just gone to a 50 as England prepare to chase down or try to chase down Bangladesh's 305 for 6 in the opening match of the ICC Champions Trophy at the Oval. But to chat more about this Group A encounter, we've got uh, cricket correspondent Johan Leroux on the line. Johan, thanks for joining us. It, it's been quite a, it's, it's been quite an in, intriguing match if you enjoy good batting. Although Bangladesh, although they got off to a really good start, Tommy Mikbal's, uh Measured approach, shall we call it, saw him to a century, and keeper Mushfiqur Rahim were, I thought, excellent, uh, 79 of 72. Thank you very much, uh, Dwayne. Yeah, Bangladesh, really outstanding, managing to score 305 for 6, which I, I know a lot of the experts at the ground actually called it an above-par score. So 305, uh, very competitive, but unfortunately for the Tigers, England making it look quite easy. They require 52 from 46 at this stage. And uh, this entire run chase, they've just, they've just seemed in control. Uh, Alex Hell is batted absolutely beautifully. He scored 95 before he went after Sabir Rahman, and he was uh, caught out in the deep for 95 and then Joey Root and Owen Morgan took over and they're making it look easy now for England so Morgan has just passed his 50 as you mentioned and Root is too short uh, of 100 and uh, England have moved on to 254 for 2 so it really has been an intriguing first match of this ICC Champions Trophy and uh, it also shows that in a World Cup you might have one or two easy games in an ICC Champions Trophy there is no easy game it's only the top 8 teams in uh, the world playing in this competition so you have to to be at your best to win every single match and Bangladesh has shown this but uh, England have shown why they are one of the favorites not just because they're playing at home but because of this quality quality batting lineup they bat extremely deep and uh, even with the ball they're looking good unfortunately they did lose uh, Chris Wokes early in the match uh, to a side strain and unfortunately for a fast bowler that usually does mean that you need to spend mm. some time on the sidelines so he might not uh, be able to take any further part in this mm. tournament yeah that'll be disappointing for him but although I think the most disappointed 
English winner is still going to be Jason Roy failing again at the top of the order. I think he's the only the only uh, cog that has not quite clicked into place. I think in this uh, English lineup, they've looked spectacular in the last uh, few months. I think Roy is uh, struggling a lot. But uh, thank you very much for your time this evening, Johan Leroux. Go and enjoy the remainder of the cricket action. We'll hear more from you on SFM. Thanks, mate. CFL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. Okay, let's talk tennis now. Oh, man, there's been some great tennis on. Uh, although, disappointment for South Africa. Raven Klaassen and his uh, US partner, Rajiv Ram, they're out of Roland Garros, but there's still plenty of intrigue in the uh, men's and women's singles draw. Chris Bowers finds himself alongside uh, Court Philippe Chatrier. At least that's where I imagine him to be. Every time we chat, he might be in Susan Court Suzanne Long Law, for all I know now, or uh, buried in the media centre. But, Chris, uh, good evening. Good to chat to you again. But uh, let's talk about some of the, the, the wins today. Top seed Andy Murray through, so too Stan Wawrinka, Kane Shikori, although a, a bit of a scare against the uh, big-serving double specialist, Chardy of France. Yeah, yes, lots of action. I'm, actually, I'm right next to Court 5, or I might oh. actually generate it by Court 5, <laughs> so I hope you can see me above the sound of it. I'm imagining it. away in the background. Uh, yes. No, Andy Murray had to go, uh, well, I thought he was going to go five sets. He eventually did it in four sets against uh, Martin Cluzan. Strange match, and Murray seemed, I mean, Murray has this strange on-court personality, and uh, he was actually at times, I felt, quite objectionable, and uh, I was commentating on his match, and I was saying so, uh, because I just felt some of the, the, the comments he was making, even sort of said, you know, gosh, you're hardly moving to a 20-mile-an-hour serve, and I thought, come on, your opponent's actually playing his heart out and hitting some decent serves, and you're sort of dismissing it yourself as a 20-mile-an-hour serve. It, it, he was being so down on himself, but he's actually being disrespectful to, I think, both the opponent and the sport. But this is what Andy Murray often is. He's a complete Jekyll and Hyde character, lovely guy off course, really gentle person, very generous with his time, with his, you know, uh, you know how he uh, promotes the game and uh, all sorts of... Uh, uh, good initiatives, and yet he becomes this monster on calls at times. I suppose that's what makes him world number one. But he's come through his second round match, beat Cleveland, uh in four sets, tie break in the fourth. Sam Vavrink has struggled a little bit, but I thought he was um, playing well within himself in his three-set match against uh, Alexander Dolgopolov. And really, I think his biggest problem was focusing when um, uh, the match is going so well for him. Uh, yeah, well, I, I tell you, there's some some real intrigue still left. But as you say, it's a real Jekyll and Hyde character, old uh, good old and, uh, Andy Murray. I think with a lot of eyes on him as uh, as the top seed. But what a week it's been in tennis, though, uh, Chris. I don't want to ask you about the lows of sexism and homophobia, but uh, and, and yesterday, of course, the highs of uh, Jabber's win for for Tunisia. But uh, from a French perspective, there must have been enormous interest in the uh, competition today. I mean, Shani I mentioned already, but Alice Cornet, Gal Monfils, they were all on court amongst others today. Yeah, Cornet had a very good win, and uh, uh, Gael Monfils won. Uh, I mean, they're getting over the disappointment of losing Gilberto Songa in the first round. He lost yes. to Renzo Olivo, um, who came up against uh, Kyle Edmund today, so African-born Brit, and uh, went and lost that match. So it's amazing how often you have a big win, and then your next match you have a real downer. And um, now Kyle Edmund plays another man born in Johannesburg, and that's South Africa's Kevin Anderson, because uh, in the last uh, hour, he has come through. He had an amazing match against uh, Nick Kyrgios. And, uh, you know, Kyrgios led by a set and 4-2, then played a couple of loose games, and then lost it. I said in my preview on AM Live this morning, you, you, know, you don't know which Kyrgios will come. <laughs> will it be the 
guy that plays the magical tennis or will it be the guy who can just lose it? And Kevin Anderson just played a steady game and Kirillov smashed one racket and got a warning. He smashed another racket by blasting it seven times against his chair. Uh, got a lot, got a point penalty deducted. Went into meltdown. Anderson won the second set. So from being a set and four two down, Anderson won six seven six four six one six two. Uh, very very good display by Anderson. He looked really good. But having said that, Nick Kirillov really did lose it today in both senses of the word. But the door could open up for Anderson. He must start favourite against Kyle Edmonds in the third round. Then he'd play either Tillich or Luciano Lopez in the fourth. Um, so he could get to a first French Open quarterfinal, uh, certainly if uh, everything you know work, works well. I think at that point he'd hit Stan Vavrinko, and that might be one step too far. But uh, I'm looking too far ahead of myself already, but it's a really good win for him. Don't worry, all South Africa are looking too far ahead of themselves already. There was a mass disappointment when uh, news came through of uh, Ram and Clarsen losing out. That's it. Time against us, Chris Bowers. Thank you for your time. Go and enjoy the remainder of the action today. Oh, I'll do my best. This Saturday, get an exclusive look at Durban's Amanda Lino and Pretoria's Jacqueline Trustier as they prepare to fight for the EFC title. Plus, watch the MMA superstar Drikas Duplessis go up a division to face the dangerous Polish tank Rafał Horacek. EFC 60 Countdown, this Saturday at 9 p.m. on SABC3. Brought to you by SABC Sport. SAFM Literature. Three hours of words and writing, books and reading, stories, shelfies, drama and more. Join us every Sunday between 1 and 4 for a whole lot of literate listening. PSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk about the uh, promotional playoffs. Indeed, uh, let's talk specifically about Stellenbosch FC. Now, the Western Cape side facing teams from Limpopo in this uh, bid to uh, be in the ABSA Premiership next season. On the line is uh, coach of Stellenbosch FC, Sammy Troughton. Sammy, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Thanks for having me, Dwayne. Thank you. Now, two all yesterday against uh, Baroque FC as the uh, promotional playoffs got underway. How did you feel about yesterday's result? Not getting off to a winning yeah, start at home. Not, not totally happy, to be honest. Uh, you know, we were hoping for a win, but you know, we it's a, it's going to be a, a journey of four games. So uh, we're on our way to try and do and uh, hopefully get a, a better result than on the weekend. Yeah, a bit of a punishing travel schedule. I might ask you about that in a bit, but uh, regarding yesterday specifically, I mean, did the performance at least please you, if not the number of times you lost position, the, the mere fact that you twice came from behind surely is a positive. Yeah, it was. That was sort of one of the positives that we took out of the game. We managed to stay, you know, as you say, come, come from behind twice. Uh... But there's some things that need to be fixed, and uh, we're going to work on that over the next few days and try and get prepared for Saturday, big game, difficult game, Leopard's good team. But we're looking forward to it. At the end of the day, everyone would want to be in this position. I've tried to uh, express to the players 
you know, at the start of the season, would you would you want to be in this position? Yes. So let's go for it. You say there's things to work on. I mean, have you had a chance though to sort of analyse the performance with the players after the uh, after yesterday's match? Yeah, we'll do that over the next uh, this evening and tomorrow. Uh, we're going to stand Polakwani tonight, and then we'll uh, do the final two hours to try and do tomorrow. But individually, you know. To I just want the players to realize that this is such an opportunity. Uh, I don't want them to have regrets when it's done and maybe they haven't done enough. They need to give everything they've got in these next few games. Sammy, do you, do you think there's uh, any advantage in the uh, travel schedule that the Limbovo sides have in this playoffs? I mean, Black Leopards and Barocca are effectively around the corner from one another. You are quite literally on the other side of the, <laughs> the country. No. I said to you before that uh, professional players... We want to be called professional players. You give your balls to get into this position. And uh, I don't care where we have to travel, where we have to go. It's, yeah, they're two difficult things, but uh, come game time, show up, uh, express yourself as your individual. I think I've got decent players. I don't want them to be regretting, as I said, you know, they've got to go for it, and uh, yesterday wasn't the best for us, but it also wasn't the worst, so that's finished. I need to get nine points out of the next three games. Yeah. When you look back at it, though, I mean, history very seldom counts for anything on the pitch, but do you believe you've got a bit of a psychological edge having won both the league matches against Leopards this season? No, I don't think it counts. I don't think it counts. Uh, it's not. A, it's almost like a Russian roulette situation. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> it's almost like a kamikaze Russian roulette situation where who can hold the nerves a little bit? Who can be brave when you have to be brave? Uh, and that's what I'm going to ask my players. Before Saturday's game, uh, I don't want to put them under too much pressure. Go out and express yourself within the team and game plan that I give you. Uh, so there's two sort of two ways to it. I don't want to hold them back. I want to let them go. But respect your opposition. Respect your teammates. Let's play football on Saturday. Let me see what you guys are capable of. Uh, I don't want to be too too much holding back where they they're not doing what they can do. I gotta let them go, but I gotta I gotta believe in them, and I do believe in them. At the end of the day, I signed these guys, uh, so I've got to have trust. 
Sammy, you, you, you've been in a position before previously with Black Aces with the University of Pretoria in, in, in lower tiers and, and, and yeah. helped them to navigate to the, uh, the top tier. What does, it, what does it take to successfully navigate to absolute yeah, I think it's I think it's about holding your nerve a little bit and uh, responding to... It's not games so much. It's more uh, time. Uh, we were down 1-0. We came back 1-1. We were down 2-1. We came back 2-0. So I don't think it's about games. I don't think it's about planning about games. It's a, it's almost planning about periods of time. And uh, the first 15 or 20 minutes is going to be very important for me in terms of it's going to be very important for the team. So we just, uh, and that 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 uh, makes decisions for you. You know, are you under pressure? Are you uh, are you dominating the game? So you know, that's the way that's the way it is. You know, you can't always predict ninety minutes. I like to do it in a, a more functional, periodic. Let me take the first 15 minutes and see what's happening, and then uh, do I need to make a substitution? Do I need to pick up Ntengrafi? Do I need to, you know, that will tell us, that will give us a story, and uh, I do think we have the flexibility. I just want Stellenbosch Football Club to give the best shot and not have regrets at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. Uh, Sammy, very briefly, do you have anybody missing for tomorrow's match? No, we've got everybody back. I've got uh, Mahoa's back. I think we missed him yesterday. Uh, Manti Mahoa, he's been a, a leader. He's been a, he's one of our experienced players that we signed in the January. And uh, he's back after suspension. So I think that'll give us another dimension. I've got Brent Adonis. Also back after suspension, uh, also experienced player. So we've got everyone available. It's up to me to decide who can do the business. Well, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a, an interesting battle certainly over the next uh, couple of weeks. But Sammy Trouton, thank you very much for your time this evening, and uh, best of luck against Black Leopards on Saturday. No, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Bye. CSL Radio Show. brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. In the cricket, I can tell you England needs 31 more from 28. Joe Root is on 115 at the moment. That's all we've got time for tonight. Now, Lady Muleo is going to be up after the news with the talk shop. Brad Brown's in tomorrow between 6.30 and 7. But from the uh, PSL radio show, Seguinjalo team tonight, producer Siobhan Chetty and me, Dwayne DeLocker. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.